0: Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, this is Debbie Kay with the League of Women Voters
1: of Portland, and you are watching Video Voters Guide or listening to our podcast with the technical support of Metro East Community Media, we're here today to talk with candidates running in the May 17th, 2022 primary election. We are grateful for the support of the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Sarah Frewing Memorial Fund, Vernier Software and Technology, and our media partner, Metro East Community Media. With me today is Dacia Graeber. She is running for the Oregon Legislature House District 28, which encompasses parts of South Portland and East Washington County. Is that right? That's correct. Welcome. So glad that you could join us today.
2: Thank you, Debbie. You're welcome. Please tell us a little about yourself and why you are running for office. And again, thank you so much to the League of Women Voters for having me on and Providing the service. So my name is Dacia Graber. I am the current state representative for House District 35. Just finishing my first term. When I am not in the legislature, I have been a professional firefighter and paramedic for over 20 years, and a mother of four. And I live just over the border in Multnomah County. So I am running. Uh, I stepped up for public office to serve in a greater capacity. I have the privilege of responding to sometimes the worst day in someone's life, and and. To be able to take that experience of bettering someone's life or helping them and then provide that on a scale of 80,000 or 70,000 is really an extraordinary experience. So I'm asking for voters for the, to give me the privilege of returning again. Thank you. What, if anything, do you think the
1: legislature should do about campaign finance reform in Oregon? And please explain.
2: Yeah, well, you only need to look uh, to Congressional District 6 right now to see that the existing state of campaigns is has gone wild. We have two candidates who are self- funded or funded by cryptocurrency, spending millions of millions of dollars who've never held public office. And we're going to see that, I fear, down ballot as well. So we do need to, we do need to support campaign finance reform in the legislature. I was a supporter of now Speaker Dan Rayfield's bill in the last legislative session. And uh, I, I think that we need to make sure we have candidates who are able to come from all walks of life and have a fair shot. Uh, I do want to shout out the Secretary of State in Orstar because we have a pretty phenomenal independent researching system, but it's not always the most user friendly. But I think people, our our voters deserve to know where our funding is coming from. And we need to equalize that playing field. Thank you. Do you think that Oregon should use an independent citizens redistricting commission?
1: And why or why
2: not? So this is a tough one, because I know this is a League of Women Voters priority, and I think there is a a yes and. So I am not against an independent redistricting commission. And uh, in the last election cycle in other states, we saw that this was a success, although there are places like Washington and Michigan where it still went to the courts. So um, I think that at the end of the day, the goal is removing partisanship and bias, and I think we're never going to be entirely able to do that, because even with an independent redistricting commission, there's, uh, there's still someone appointing, there's still someone in power and people held accountable to an ideology. With a legislative redistricting process, I do think that accountability is right up front. So you have voter accountability and you know that if things, and, and same with the independent redistricting, those can go to the courts. So I believe that we do need to continue to do this in a bipartisan manner. I think um, we're on the right track uh, and and ultimately we should move this to an independent redistricting commission, but it needs to be very transparent, very accountable, and there needs to be recourse if it goes sideways. Thank you. Welcome.
1: To our audience, you are listening to the Video Voters Guide interview and podcast of Desia Graber, who is running for the Oregon House of Representatives District 28. And our next question, what
2: does Oregon need to do to provide affordable, affordable quality childcare for families? Oh. This is such an essential piece to rebuilding after the the pandemic, and we need to build and professionalize This workforce, because historically we undervalue caregivers anyway, and we need to increase the representation and pay that is commensurate with their worth as caregivers. So, um, incentivizing people entering the field. uh, Everyone knows that Oregon is a childcare desert. So, it's not a matter of need, it's that we don't have the providers and we're not providing them with value. So, you know, the legislature has made historic investments over $300 million in early. Childhood education. I think we continue that, and we build pathways like preschool for all. But we also have things that we passed in the last in the short session, like Future Ready Oregon, which will hopefully provide avenues for funding for funding this. So, getting you know, encouraging people to enter that field by providing wraparound services for training and really professionalizing our, ch- our child. Can't speak, our childcare workforce. If we can't get uh, childcare for folks, it's really hard to get families back into the workforce. Thank you. Uh, How, if at all, should privately made firearms, frequently called ghost guns, be regulated? They should be. So for folks that don't know, I've been a big supporter and was one of the lead um, sponsors in Senate Bill 554, which was secure storage. Ghost guns absolutely need to be regulated just the same as regular guns with serial numbers and background checks. Uh, there's a lot of nuance to this bill, but firearms should be regulated the same way and held to the same standard. And it's not, I think people tend to think it's just guns being printed on 3D printers. This is actual you know, stock guns being modified that lose the um, intention of what they are originally produced as. So we, we need to make sure that's transparent and accountable and ultimately traceable. Thank you. And our last question, probably fairly quickly, what, if
1: any, reforms would you propose to improve the current legislative process?
2: (laughs) It's too, I tried to race through these. (laughs) Uh, Yes, so... Um, The current legislative process doesn't work great because we have one long session and then we try to cram all the fixes into a short session. And so we lose the opportunity to really provide nuance and dive in. So I think that we need to professionalize the legislature. And with that, we need to have the conversation about legislator pay. I balance a full-time job and career with legislation, but I'm telling you, it is a full-time job outside of session as well with constituent responses. We, and and another, their work that we do. We are constantly working. We just lost, we lost three brilliant working legislators. And if we want to keep a legislature that encourages and nurtures uh, and really is representative of the population of Oregon, then we do need to work on professionalizing our legislature.
1: Thank you very much. Thank
2: you. This concludes
1: our video voters guide and podcast, where we have been talking with Dacia Graber running for House District 28. Thank you to the audience for being informed voters. Please tell your family and friends about these election resources. Election day is Tuesday, May 17th. Be sure to exercise your right to vote. Thank you very much.
0: This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund, licensed by Creative Commons.